have some fun. Ah. Welcome to Wake the Bear Radio with your host, Brandon Johnson, Chris Hurst, and Ron Powers. Now that's a bear. That is a bear. Oh, I love that new intro, bro. Yes. So good. I hope I hope the bear is awake. I, I I don't know. After seeing last week, I'm not sure what I don't know what to believe. To be honest, I just I have a hard time believing what uh, I'm seeing. I think the rumble and the deep guttural growl is going all throughout every state in the nation. I think I think the people are being woken up. I think I think Carrie Lake, the situation that's going on with Carrie Lake right now, I think that's going to wake everybody up because nobody believes. The Katie Hobbs, who wouldn't wouldn't debate, wouldn't show up, didn't campaign, turned around and beat the superstar Carrie Lake. No one believes that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless you're completely like brain dead. Oh, and she's in charge of the election, right? It, oh yeah. The, I mean, the fox is guarding the, fox, the. Yeah. The fox guarding the hen house. I mean, what? I don't understand. Are people? I'm losing. I'm losing confidence in the human species. They're either just right at the animal level. I mean, they're. You know, it's it, winning an election is about how much money you can spend. Well, what's that mean? It just means you saw a couple more advertisements and you're like, oh, I'm going to vote for that guy because I saw him on TV. I have no idea what the heck he stands for. Right. You know, I mean, the, OK, you know, they, they pulled people coming out and it was like between 66 and like 76 percent were unhappy with the direction of the country. Right. Yet the same polling was showing Democrats, everyone voting Democrats here. And it's just like, wait a minute, if you're 66 or 76 percent uh, unhappy with the direction in the last two years, why would you do it? doesn't make sense. No. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Carrie Lake, she uh, I followed her every day. I was I was <laughs> excruciatingly um, hoping that uh, that she'd pull this off. And I was watching the, the dumps as they did the counts. And um, I was really i mean she said at one point i am a hundred percent sure i have the number of votes and when you look at some of the statistical analyses that uh, were done uh, that it looked very much like that that was the case so uh, general flynn put out a comment today i mean today we just found out and and actually i'm not sure that it's even official it was through the news the news media right. announced that she was um, she was not the winner, and General Flynn made a comment. He said, "We must demand a full forensic signature hand count," and I I hope they do that. I mean, it, it is so important that the voters of of Arizona have the confidence um, and and the battle to expose the election fraud. Um, it's it's officially begun. I think oh, yeah. because of that. Uh, that that's kind of, that in Nevada's governor. Uh, the, I, I was sure uh, the sheriff that was running in Nevada that he was going to win too. So, so lots of disappointments. But I think that um, the drip, drip, drip is waking people up, and I think it's all part of the 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 battle that um, we have got to make sure that we're doing our part. You know, we don't get down on ourselves as we're, we're doing our part, mm-hmm. but, but the battle belongs to us and it belongs to the Lord. It That's belongs right. to, it does not, it really wasn't Carrie Lake's job to win that campaign. It was the voters of Arizona's job. And honestly, it looked like they, they were behind her. Um, uh, it was um, the storm who is a, one of the truth is on uh, truth social truth doubt. It looks like they really went for the steal in Arizona, and I'm bringing this up because I think it's a really good point. What this um, this truther is is truthing. They had no choice. If Carrie won, she would expose it all which would lead to exposing the 2020 election. Right. They had too much at risk. They had to go for it all, and they did. Mm. So I, I, I think there's a lot of truth in that, in that, um, you know, if Carrie Lake were the governor of Arizona, there would be some a lot of explaining to do. Right, right. Yeah. It could be the breaking of the dam. I mean, that's the crack that just breaks. So she pulls that finger out of that crack and... I, I, it's not over. No. It's not over. And she's not going to concede. 
No. Yeah. yeah, her last tweet, which was about 20, 21 hours ago, was Arizonans know BS when they see it. That's right. And so it'll be very interesting to watch the process, whether they they do, I'm sure they're going to call for an audit, and then they do some canvassing uh, as part of it uh, within the first, they have a time limit that's very tight in Arizona, though, so they'll have to canvass, then um, they'll they'll go back and do, I think, some partial hand counts as a um, just as a, a format so we'll we'll see we'll see and uh, just keep them in our prayers uh, in Arizona because mm-hmm. uh, their win is is our win and their loss is our loss well and I think that just there has to be for, for things to change there has to be a, a a righteous indignation rising up in the men and women of our country which is what we're all about waking the bear and I think you know whether we're in California or we're in Arizona, we, we have the same heart. The American people of, of a good heart, they want righteousness. They believe that, that the, the best man, the best woman who is competing should win. And it doesn't matter. I think that deep down we're seeing people, there's going to be a shift where they're going to say, listen, if I lost, I, lost, I want to know I lost. If I won, I want to know I won. I don't. We don't want to see this garbage going on anymore. And it was kind of what you were bringing up, Ron, a little bit of that, you know, kind of that 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 biblical story of David and Nathan and and how King David had committed adultery with Bathsheba. And remember, and then Nathan comes in. He's a prophet, and he you, yeah. You mentioned that. Share about yeah. It was, uh, it's actually on the drive over. I was just in prayer, like Lord, how how does this relate to Scripture? And I got that story that just came to my to my mind, which was the story of David and Bathsheba. So. So for those that don't know, David is um, the king of Israel and, uh, you know, humble beginnings, shepherd boy and all that stuff. But you know what happened is he got really comfortable. You know, that's what happens when you get everything you want. Too much power. uh, Too much power. So it it was it says uh, in chapter 11, it says the springtime uh, was the time that the kings go out with their armies Mm -hmm. for war. But David stayed behind. Stayed home. He got a little comfortable. Yep. Didn't want to go out and do the hard work and stuff. And that's when he was hanging out at the roof, and he sees this this lady across the way taking a taking a bath on top of the roof where most people aren't watching. You right. know? And he so anyway, he decides I'm going to pursue her. As uh, has her over, you can't say no to the king. Next thing you know, she gets pregnant, and her husband Uriah. Mm-hmm. She was married, and uh, he was fighting in that war on the front lines. In the front lines, so he's like, "Oh, yeah, he's a key general." Yes, and he so so he finds out she's pregnant. He's like, "Oh, I gotta I gotta bury this." And so, it's again deception. Now he's trying to deceive. And so what he does is he he uh, calls that general Uriah in. He says, "Hey, I think you should take a weekend off. You're you know you're out there fighting for us." And and he's like, "I can't. My heart is out there to serve this yeah, country. We're, we're at war right now. Yeah, we're at war. My, how can I do? How can I drink up. and uh, be with my wife and all that stuff? My mind's not there." And he's just like, "So basically, what he does is he invites him to a party and purposely gets him drunk, so he can somehow get this thing. It doesn't work. Uriah's yeah. heart is so much to serve his country that he he he's not mm-hmm. even thinking about the good times and all that stuff. And so, to make a long story short." Uh, David's like, I got to get this guy killed. So he's like, send him out the very front of the lines. Draw back. And then draw back at the last minute, and he'll be hosed. And and that's what happened. So yeah. Uriah dies. And and so what happens is is this prophet uh, goes, to, the Lord goes to this prophet, Nathan, and he says, I want you to talk to David, which is really interesting because we need more prophets today. Mm-hmm. People, and when I say prophet, it doesn't necessarily mean predicting a future or anything like that, but hearing what God has on his heart mm-hmm about politics and going to leaders saying, hey, this is not right, yeah. this is wrong. And so this prophet goes up to the king and says, hey, I've got this parable for you. What do you think? And he says, you know, there was these two rich men, or two two men, and one was rich and one was very poor. And the one that was poor had this one little wee lamb, and that's all he had. And he said it was very special to him. He fed it, he drank out of his own glass mm. and ate out of his own plate, and he nurtured it, and that was his pride and joy. The other one had tons of um, you know sheep and cattle and things Rich. like that and a friend comes to the house and he doesn't want to sacrifice one of his for dinner so he takes the one lamb from the poor guy and uh, so anyway and so David when he King David hears this he is just ticked off he's who just like this? who would do such a thing this guy needs to be killed and, and four times repayment for that you know for what he did and then Nathan, and Nathan says, "Well, that is you. You took that one lady, the yeah. one person. You, you have all kinds man. of lies. You're you the got man. You want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what was really interesting about that is, I, I look at the voting. Even you know, we're given just one vote, mm-hmm. and yet 
there's elites that have everything they want. They right. got the money. They're peddling it. They're laundering it, which we'll get into that, right. uh, you know, at the FTC, FTX, you know, and, and, stealing. and so they're stealing, they're stealing one, the, the one thing that we have yes. to, to be able to be, to rule the sacred thing that we get is we get a vote. And, yeah. and yeah. even if we lose, at least we had our vote, our vote. and it's being stolen. Exactly. Yeah. And God sees it. That's God sees it. it. Nothing is hidden. It won't be revealed. Did you see that uh, article in, uh, in the paper that uh, a San Jose resident, um, their election ballots were, were found. There were a bunch of ballots found on Highway 17. Yeah, there was a big bag yeah. of them, like a, like a yes. ton of ballots. and well, it looked like it might have been. Two what I heard. Right? It oh, was really? With, it was with magazines. Yeah, it, was, it looked like a postal service. Something yeah. very shady was happening. Happened and and so they uh, with this were were I mean they were ballots that probably mailed in the the um, the post office and uh, they were found so they're investigating it but mm. you know I, I it just made me think as you you know the that there this whole system is set up since the the pandemic that our our um, our individual votes are not respected. So I just, I got a little bit uh, fired up. So I, I sent a little notice to our election department. And I said, there's a reason armored vehicles have locks, double locks, video surveillance, bulletproof windshields, sophisticated radio systems, armored plating, reinforced shells and cabs, no windows, two armed personnel and other security measures. That vehicle carries something valuable. It is time for our election offices and secretaries of state to realize our vote is something valuable to be radically protected. We must scrutinize every weakness, threat, and susceptibility within the whole election process. It is time to clean this house. Oh my gosh. Good word. That's a good letter. Thank you, Chris. That really sums up what people what we are saying right now. Yeah, it's that, a good that word picture. It's too. a power. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. If it's valuable, then why isn't it being protected? Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same thing with schools. Yeah. Let's take everybody else's guns, but let's not. Right. Let's send trillions of dollars to Ukraine to protect the people of Ukraine, but let's not put more officers at schools to protect our kids. Like what? It, it, it's an upside down world right now. It's a bizarro world. It is. Yeah, and now we've seen so many things. I mean, through the twenty. 2022 election let's just recap a few of the the breakdown of the in the election incompetencies that all eyes were seeing so it's you know that that how it was a couple years ago when you said there was election fraud one would say that uh, most of the people would would kind of smirk and and be a little embarrassed to uh, admit it and now there are so many um, incompetencies that that people everybody is seeing it mm-hmm. and I uh, I made a little list. Why don't we just um, popcorn yeah. around? And uh, so, so these are what I did some research and and we put them on our. Um, we're, we've got them in our notes. And uh, Maricopa, obviously, on election day was one of the biggest ones. Maricopa on. County in Arizona, they ran out of ink in the registrar's <laughs> office, and mm-hmm. uh, so. Um, I was listening to True the Vote. I mean, they ran out of ink. Oh, we ran out of ink. Everybody runs out of uh, ink once in a while. Yeah. One job. One job. uh, True the Vote, you know, that's Catherine Engelbrecht and and Greg Phillips. They said last night they had a socials um, uh, streaming, and they they were in Arizona helping out with the process, and they said there were three – different places in the chain of custody ballot processing that there were violations in the entire for all the people's votes just the way they were doing it and that uh, in that county a third of the tabulators we we heard about it they they didn't even work and um this was uh important because the tabulators were the things that that the people the day of the vote if you go in that's when you're in person voting you fill out your your ballot they give you the ballot to fill out well these ballots that the people who were filling were filling out they were 19 inches long and the tabula the tabulators were ta- were calibrated for 20 inches so they put these ballots in and they wouldn't work in a third oh. a third of the tabulators oh my gosh. and so they would say well just you filled it out just put it in these if you've heard about the the number three 
boxes. Right. Yes. So that's what. So they were. So basically, now the broken tabulator machines become a, a drop box. So they put them in the number three boxes. Well, they they were only supposed to do that. You know, there's only room for a few because they thought only a few will mess up. Well, everybody's was messing up. So they got all the tabulator boxes, those number three drawers, they were called number three drawers, were secure. They all got filled up. So what did they do? They kept getting more and more of these. They brought out a big, um, a big Tupper, one of those big, toughy uh, dumpster kind of bins. And they started just throwing them the ones that wouldn't go through and we'll say these have to be hand counted so they just threw them in the bins that was their secure uh three box or number three box and so their that chain of custody broke down and and that was just one of many examples in america you know if you don't if you're on that side okay and you don't want us to be conspiracy theorists then don't create tons of evidence that there's there's a conspiracy going on yeah I mean, that is completely incompetent, especially when two years ago you had this massive problem that everybody thinks is a, was a stolen election and you don't fix any problems. And, and then not only do you not fix any problems, but you have even worse problems this time. Yeah. And this is anecdotal. I mean, it's real evidence. Yes. This, there are people and there are there are um, there's a paper trail behind all of these. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we saw a repeat of the, the things I know um, what Mike Lindell, I think. This time, instead of it taking a week or two weeks to find that little jump in the, uh, you know, as it, right. it, it continues to grow, and they have these spikes, right? You know, within the day, less than a day, they knew what to look for this time. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, we've seen this before. Yeah, the newscasters were pointing them out. Yeah, they so would see them and go, like, huh? How do you get a hundred percent, you know, of this batch? It's just crazy, uh, you know. Really, in some ways, it's discouraging, but then again, it's more evidence and that evidence is going to come through well and then and some of them are the same things like was it 44 percent of the polling locations all simultaneously ran out of paper in the luzerne county uh, pennsylvania right so yeah. so it's it's happening in pennsylvania and in arizona the same problems mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm. yeah and uh did you see uh governor abbott's um having uh harris county uh, which is where they had a lot of problems uh, be totally he as the governor has said we are going to do a full audit of this uh, this county's election it's yeah. the the biggest population in Texas so they're um, they are going to find out there are just a lot of complaints about um, waiting and polling not being set up and machines not working so even in some of the red areas there were there were some some real problems in uh in michigan six precincts recorded voter turnout of 120 percent now how does that happen that is really a patriotic community and one yeah one reported uh 721 percent and that was on larry elder's twitter so he picked that up uh that that particular irregularity out and so obviously michigan's got some problems too at least that we know of it, it, I think it's everywhere. I, you know, I don't even want to say think anymore. I mean, the very fact that it takes a month in California to count votes, that, uh, that is wrong. It no. just, to me, it's bizarre. It's a violation of the Constitution. Yeah, yeah they're and, not counted in our county yet. Yeah, I think we've got about, um, we have 64%. I'd like to know what the, I would like the person in charge to call tonight. Yeah, tell us what's tell the us delay. What's Why does it take so long? Even the mail takes, what, a couple of days? Yeah. Huh. So why would it take any longer than a couple of days? And that's that's granted that you uh, think the mail-in is valid. Yeah, I think the, it's totally wrong. I think it's totally designed to overthrow. This is how you control countries. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm glad at least there's a country down south of us. You know, Brazil. That's, uh, yeah, yeah, they're they're rising up. They're rising I think up. that is a really good thing. Uh, one of the things we can't do in the station is call for uh, overthrow of the government. We're not suggesting that. No. We're <laughs> saying that people are rising <laughs> no. up, voicing their opinion, opinion peacefully, out there peacefully protesting. saying, hey, we think the election was stolen. And right. there are a lot of people. And so I don't know if people have the guts to do that anymore today because, I mean, you mm-hmm. spend, what, 15, 20 minutes and take a selfie at the Capitol. And next thing you know, you got six years, you know, 
in solitary confinement. We, you know, we had Jake uh, Lang on mm-hmm. um, a couple times now, uh, who's still in solitary. So it's, well, and that's part scary. of the battle. I mean, that the the forces of darkness that are controlling this situation, are, they know what they're doing. They 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 yeah. they're, that's fear and intimidation. Mm-hmm. I was I was listening to. Um, uh, John F. Kennedy, uh, president in the press speech again this week. And he said, you know, that there, we are surrounded by a monolithic conspiracy that uses fear and intimidation instead of, um, instead of actually legitimate voting. Well, even the word conspiracy, that accusation is meant to shut down the spotlight that should be shining into obvious problems during what we've had with these emergency orders. And did you see that, um, uh, uh, Gavin Newsom came out today. He said uh, it was either yesterday or today. He said, "I am going to um, to end the state of emergency." And then there's kind of silence, and he goes, "In February, <laughs> at the end of February." I thought, "What is going on here?" It wasn't it Biden last week who said that that there's no more pandemic, yeah, but he's over. not going to lift his emergency orders either until sometime in March of. Uh, 2023 so it's just uh we are being worked we know we're being worked and we're working on trying to get out from underneath being worked well and the key here is that the forces of darkness want us to 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 become uh, grumpy angry and violent and we're not going to do it we're going to peacefully protest we're going to get what we want what we need to see happen is that energy the the rage the frustration needs to turn into action not you know, not helplessness. Mm-hmm. Oh no, my votes don't matter. My votes don't count. No, it needs to turn into voting. It needs to turn into getting out there and being a part of the process. And, and I think that's what's going on. I think you know, mm-hmm. people yeah. are getting involved. It, it was um, it was Bill Federer. I was listening to, uh, on a call with him today, and he was saying the number one thing you could do is go get involved in your child, your ch- your school systems board, because if you train. And find out what they're teaching kids. If you can be involved in that and they're taught correctly, you'll have the next generation also, which is yeah. what the left knows. Which, mm-hmm. yeah. with, you know, if you, they train up our kids to believe a bunch of garbage, then they're going to, that's where we're going to go. So well, that's where Gen Z is, right? Two to one yeah. or, or liberal now. So the key is, is, yeah. is think globally, but act locally. Get involved. And I'm just proud of that there's people in this station who are running for office and ran for office, you know? Yeah. And I'm just proud of you and, I, and I'm proud of Chris and. Our Chris and uh, yeah, the Chris, that, Chris, the Chris that was just gone before us, yes. you know, it, it, it just takes righteous people to get into positions of influence to make sure that the darkness isn't happening. Yeah. 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 Peppy Lives Matter. I don't know if you ever follow him. He's mm. both on um, he's both on Twitter and on Truth Social. But he he said about the uh, elections. I think it's a he. People are enraged about the system being as rigged as it is. They rightfully feel the anger that this awakening brings. This is not new. You've lived within the confines of this corrupt system your entire life. Apocalypse means unveiling. You are witnessing the unveiling of Babylon and its evil system. Some incorrectly perceive this to be negative. It is not. Only once evil is brought into the light can it be dealt with. Amen. Mm, wow, that's, that's, a, right. that's a great quote. I'm glad, we, wow, yes. I'm glad you shared that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Peppy Lives Matter, he's got a lot of good stuff. Yeah, those that uh, don't know frog. what Peppy is, it's a green frog. It's kind of an icon <laughs> with the uh, QAnon. So, okay, well, let's move to some positive things. I mean, Kevin Kiley won. Woohoo! And the, 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 house. the house, we won the house. Yeah. That's and, right. and, and I, I heard Trump was giving a speech. He's like, you know, they were saying we're going to win 40 seats. He's like, listen, we just need to win two. It's the same effect whether you win yeah. 40 or two. Yeah. And, and so as long as we won the house, that's a, that's, that's a new speaker of the house. That's a yeah. new control. That's mm-hmm. a new direct, you know, a new, in, new a, a new level of influence. We need to celebrate the wins, even if they're small. Yeah. So woohoo! Yeah. Yes, oh. and you know what I love about that is that California brought in the vote that pushed yeah. it over pushed the it edge. Over. You on. know, it's it's time for California. I mean, uh, Kevin Kiley. I met him when he was here in Aptos. He was um, he was uh, publicizing this book at the recall time of Gavin Newsom, and he wrote a, a, a very powerful book about all and and outlined all the things Gavin Newsom 
uh, was doing that were detrimental to our state. And he is just a lovely, lovely young man. Mm. I, w- I want to, um, I want to help. I'm praying for a wife for him because he's just, a, he's so sweet. He's a single guy and he, he needs a, a good woman by his side because he's strong and passionate and he, he works so hard. So California brought in District 3 in Congress now. He's going to Washington. What was interesting is um, he hadn't even heard that he had won yet, but the the um, committee on the House administration summonsed him for a mandatory orientation uh, as part of one of the new members of Congress. And here he goes, but our state hasn't officially even called me uh, an uh, elect, a congressman elect yet. They're still counting. And they said, well, you have to be here. It's a mandatory meeting. Uh, And he said, yet I still have not been declared congressman elect. In fact, little has changed since election day. 25,000 more votes are in and our lead remains at 6%. Incredibly, there's still 160,000 more to to be counted. He he posted that yesterday. I follow his blog. And, and today he finally blogged out, finally, victory. Wow. So Republicans have now won 218 seats. That's awesome. That's awesome. Let the investigations begin. Yeah. yeah. So what else has happened that's positive? Uh, I, I don't know about politics, but I know with the uh, crypto world, that's been a that was a huge thing. Ooh, yeah. Well, and that's a that's a negative that was exposed, which is a positive, yes. which is waking people up, right? The FTX. So FTX, yeah. the guy, the bankman. Yeah, tell name? me about that because I was trying to figure it out, but I don't know very much about it. So the young, this young guy. Yeah, Sam. Sam, Sam Bankman freed. Freed. He went fried. Bankman. Bankman. Really? No, no. Well, what kind Bankman. of name is He's that? He's a fried Bankman right now because he started a cryptocurrency called FTX, and it just took off, right? Yeah. And we well, found it's it's the it's not necessarily the currency, but it's an exchange. It's the exchange, and right? So hmm. the crypto itself is not necessarily bad, but it's how you get it from the the world of money, like paper dollars, to the crypto world, and then to pull it back out. And there's it's like a money changer. Yeah. And so yeah, he created, he created his middleman job. Yeah, he's like a 30 year old guy from MIT. <laughs> shirts how do I make money without having to get my fingernails dirty oh, or, or lift a thing? This guy made a lot of money. Oh, wow. Of in the billions, and he was flipping burgers just a de- you know a decade ago. So it, it was like no offense to those flipping burgers. No, but, burgers uh, are good. You know. Like so yeah, he he did quite a quite a bit for himself. So what had happened was is he, um. There's another guy that actually took him down, and that he is uh, what is it? Chang Chang Ping Chang Ping Zhao. Chang Ping Zhao has Binance, and Binance is the largest exchange, uh, crypto exchange. And uh, I'm not an expert. Oh, is it competitor? So they are competitors, but oh. he is the largest, and he has a lot of integrity. He uh, people haven't really found him endorsing any candidate, but he does a lot of humanitarian goods with his stuff and what's really interesting about about it is is he's working with elon musk right now he actually donated mm. um or, or contributed 40 million dollars to towards buying of twitter. Uh, twitter yeah so this guy seems to be pretty good uh, at least in my book he is right. you know I, I don't know enough about him to say he's a good guy but that's what it, it comes of sand uh, or sam sam uh, bankman Fried or freed. freed. He, on the other hand, is really obnoxious from what I've read. I've read several articles on him. You know, just tons of money sh- towards every left cause you can think of. Yeah. And he donated. He's the second largest donator to the DNC. Yeah. This this uh, midterm election. This midterm behind election George behind George Soros. Soros. So how did he lose all his money? Oh, good question. Good question. So what what they did is in their books, it, to create assets. They say, hey, let's borrow against these assets. And in a way, the way you can do it with the books, it looks like you have assets now. Because you you might have borrowed. Oh, uh, it's paper assets? Yeah. Yeah. So you borrow a bunch. And now that you borrowed it, you have it. And so that's your asset. So yeah. now he so he's publicizing. And I think it was desk, uh, Coindesk right. that wrote this thing. Say, hey, they've got all these assets and stuff. So um, the, the the CEO of Binance, he, he likes to be called CZ. So just CZ looks into it, and he's like, I don't really – it doesn't look too legit. And so that gets out, and all of a sudden um, it oh, starts because going he's, down. Because he's respected in the business right. world. He made a couple of comments, yeah. Yeah, but exactly. did, Who was the person that was going to try to buy – he was like, hey, can you buy me out? Look at my books. Well, the, well, after it started going down, 
uh, was, he he so didn't have enough to cover. People were starting to withdraw, it out, right. and so he's like, "Oh, I'm in trouble. I'm underwater." So he goes. So Sam uh, Bankman goes to CZ and says, "Hey, would you buy us out?" He says, "You know, buy us out because I'm in trouble." And <laughs> I'm he getting says, well, off me, a sinking ship. Yeah. So he says, "Well, let me see your books." And so a day and a half later, he's like, "No way. No, I'm not going to." There's some really <laughs> questionable things. Well, he tweeted that. That's his second tweet. So when he tweets that out, everyone's like, jump off. You know, <laughs> and everybody's <laughs> pulling out money. Pulling out. Sell, and, sell, sell, yeah. sell. Oh. So it just tanks. Oh, yeah, it's worth nothing. Right, right it's completely bankrupt. And then what happens is during this tanking process, we find out that there, is an, there was a, a loop, a democratic loop that took place where money that was transferred to Ukraine, money that your, tax, do- your right? tax dollars were, were donated to Ukraine were then turned around and put into FTX and then poured back into the Democratic Party. Yeah. They oh, la- money laundered. They it was laundered millions of dollars. Yeah. The Democrat. Now, let me ask you a question. If that came out about Trump, would that be front page news? Oh, yeah, it would be. How come no one's talking about it? Like a few people are talking about it. Yeah. Like the mainstream media is not talking. And, and, and I don't know why it just so happens that two missiles, you know, got blew up in, in Poland this week, like today. It feels like trying to misdirect energy off of this major issue. This is a huge thing. It's a massive, undeniable laundering campaign of American tax dollars through Ukraine, which is one of the well, second it was donation too. They created a donation portal to donate to Ukraine through this. Oh so my it's gosh! Like, and so oh, that's the so, thing. So a lot of people oh lost like goodness. investment money. They're like, oh, I want to donate. But I'm I'm gonna do it through crypto, and so when he loses everything, and then he had obviously funneled stuff back. You right. know, it all it all came out. It all the, came out because so, it's all yeah. It's gonna get more and more. There's a lot of and it is making mainstream, but they're not talking about certain aspects like the ties to the DNC. I think Fetterman got a lot of money. You know, mm-hmm. that, it's like how do people win? You know, they win by money, like I said earlier. Right. And this is where the money comes from. It's interesting if you look at who's running against two. People was one party is getting a lot from small uh, donations from lots of people, and the other one is getting the big corporations or the big. You know, it's kind of like a reversal, right? Because mm-hmm. wasn't uh, Republicans weren't they always yeah guilty big, business of, uh, big business and, and corporate yeah and it's like the corporate com- climb yeah. Now, so you're saying it wasn't? Didn't you say FTX or um, FTX? Be- Bankman was the second largest contributor to campaigns in 2022. In this cycle, to the midterm elections. To this midterm elections. Yeah. Wow, just uh, George Soros was the only one bigger than than him. Yeah. That that says something about his his um, being a puppet Mm. of something because you know you don't get to be a 30 year old billionaire. Or what, however much money he used to have, now he's probably on the dole. But he was <laughs> worth seventeen billion. Oh my gosh! So he was worth a lot. He did promise that he was going to donate up to one billion, and so maybe because he didn't make it even close, that uh, he got taken out. Yeah. I don't know. But well, what happens I, is that that is the slush fund that the DNC was using that they will not hmm. have for twenty twenty four. Well, so and, that's and, one he, and he's he was on like on the stage with heads of state. Like he, like he's hobnobbing with. All, I mean, and it's funny oh, too because yeah. he's just this guy in a t-shirt oh, yeah. and shorts, and he's, he's hanging out, is hanging strange out looking. With, yeah, and he's, he's just hanging out with all of these these um, rich and powerful people. And yeah. Well, I I hope uh, I hope he God gets a hold of him because uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to see him in so despaired that he takes his own life or does anything foolish like that. Uh, I mean, that kind of loss. Uh, can send somebody over over the top. Oh yeah, so he may I'm, be wearing orange. So well, he not, he uh, fled he, to Argentina and they got him. Oh, so. that's right. I I read that they and he said no. I was just going on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> What's in Argentina? Hmm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Brazil, bunker. maybe. You know, you hit the beach. I don't know. Yeah, oh. I don't know. Well, very very strange story, but things isn't it interesting how a day the difference a day that suddenly mm-hmm. he w- he went from billionaire to a uh, criminal and and he's um yeah. not yeah. only that people are distancing themselves from him as fast as they can vanity went from zero to zero yeah. in yeah. a day yeah. yeah now you mentioned Brandon you mentioned that um that 
missile. What what did you hear about the missile? Because that could be potentially yeah, really happened. important news. That was news came out today that um, that Poland is claiming that two missiles that were fired into Kiev or were also fired into uh, the border of Poland and hit a building and killed a couple people. Yeah, people. Which that I mean, if if I, I can't imagine that Russia accidentally shot into Poland. It just that that just sounds like a false flag to me. <laughs> it's like, but that mm-hmm. is something that that is the type of thing that brings. I mean, that's a NATO country. It's a, Poland's a clearly a NATO country, so yeah. we're we're required by law to defend Poland. So that that's the type of thing that could usher us into a World War Three with Russia, and so that's yeah. a big yeah. deal. Now Russia was quick to deny it. Yeah, Russia, which in the past they've not denied anything. They've been actually very proud. Hey, we did this. Yeah. So they're very sure when they do something. So, I. That's one thing to consider. That you know, can you think of a, a tactical advantage of shooting a missile into Poland other than ticking people off and no. uh, creating a, um, a volatile environment? Well, and then reports came out today that people were examining the the fuselage and the part pieces, and they're saying this is Ukrainian. It's not even it's not yeah, even Russian. That's it's, what they're saying. So it may or may not be true. And then the Pentagon said we can't confirm it. And then I think tonight, just recently, the Pentagon said Pentagon. Pentagon said that it that it was Russian, and then even Trump in his speech, moving on to his speech tonight, he said, "Oh yeah, the 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 Russians. That was that's the major thing." So, well, oh, we got a couple of callers. All right. Well, hey, uh, I want to talk about Mar-a-Lago, and I want to talk about Prop One, but let's take some calls first. We'll get back into those things. Okay, we'll go with uh, we'll go with T T uh, from Monterey. You're on the air. Yeah. Hey, um, a couple different topics that you brought up that I want to talk about, uh, but the most recent one, I talked about the uh, missile attack on Poland. Um, I actually was sending a text to some of my friends when I first heard about that, and I asked, I said, has it been indeed confirmed that the missiles indeed came from Russia? Because I wouldn't put it past Zelensky to do something like that to basically uh, get the United States to be directly involved with the uh, conflict that he's got going on. And I I don't trust that guy. No way. I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> I never liked his humor when he was a com- comedian, and uh, I definitely don't trust his politics. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that, that would make sense, Great too. Point. A, you know, a false flag. You got anything yeah. else, uh, T? Well, okay, so he's got the 10-point um, peace formula plan. Uh, I suggest you read that, and when you read it, read it from the perspective of him re- wanting to get money provided to him. And there, there's a couple different areas in there when I read that, and he pretty much was uh, sprinkling that in. So it's like, yeah, no, he's just grifting for some more money. Um, but but I wanted to tie in with the whole thing with the uh, with uh, FTX and crypto um, because I think this is a, a little bit of an evidence confirming the the uh, corruption uh, um, involved with Ukraine and you know because like before this when this first was really happening I was looking online and all that and I was like seeing like references of Ukraine being like the most corrupt country in all of Europe yeah mm-hmm. and uh, so there's the that world. aspect yeah. Um, and so, um, but I did want to say, because I've talked about this a few times on the air about uh, crypto in general, um, because so many people think they hear about the blockchain and how it's just distributed ledger and all the different computers, and any time you make a transaction, it gets sent out all the different computers, so it just can't be easily modified, or it's impossible to modify really what you're trying to sell it as. Um, but that's great, but that's only looking at the situation one inch deep when the real situation is like, you know, hundreds of feet deep, for instance, because, yeah, let's just take for granted that the blockchain is totally secure and can't be, you know, um, circumvented or anything like that. But how do you get your money in and out, you know, between crypto and real world dollars, for instance? Um, well, you have to go through exchange or use a thing called a wallet or whatnot. So there are entries and exits from the blockchain. And all that requires is some corruption involved with that, you know, vector in and out. And we've seen that right now with the, uh, this freed uh, um, this FTX guy. And it, he's apparently walked away with, you know, billions of people's dollars and stuff like that. And so 
I just want to just let every, you know, try to let everybody out there that thinks crypto is such a great thing and all that to really look closely and think about it beyond just that the blockchain is going to totally protect them from whatever they put into it. Because if that's what they're thinking, they're going to be in for a really bad surprise. Really great point. I have friends on both sides, and I, I just don't trust it for the exact reasons that you're nope. saying, T. Yep. yep. Yeah, thank you. Hey, thanks, T. Appreciate yeah, last, yeah, thanks. Thanks, right, Thanks, bye. Thank you. We talked about um, the the electronic vulnerabilities and and we even had that conversation that there is no computer that is not hackable. hackable. Yeah. And so I I mean if you got electronic money it's hackable somehow. You just get a person smart enough to figure out. Well, and for me, I actually feel like the, the forces of darkness actually moving us to the central bank digital currency and trying to get more and more people to be okay with that because once that happens and the power is in the hands, consolidated into the hands of government, then you can, you're going to have a social credit system and you're going to have a, you can turn that money on and off. You can control people. If you can control people's money, they are mm-hmm. slaves. And mm-hmm. that's the problem that I'm concerned about. And that's where, and that's where all of this is going. And it's weird. I had this remi- premonition last night and we'll take the next call. It's almost like some that the left, there's certain forces in the left and in the right that are trying to move a piece of furniture to where they want it in the room. And the left picks up this corner and then the right picks up that corner. And then the left picks up this corner and the right, and they shimmy it to where ultimately what they're trying to do is move us to a global digital currency. That that is what the Bible says is coming, and, you know, and and I I'm not for that. That 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 is that's yeah. where the beast system is going to be controlling all humans on all the planet on the entire planet. So that's what. So that's why I'm kind of resistant mm-hmm. to being okay with digital currency. Altogether. When you say the left and the right, are you, you're talking about the uniparty. The uniparty, yeah. I mean, there's people. There's yeah. forces on. That's the thing is that there's different forces within both parties that mm-hmm. are f- different factions, and they're they're against each other. And it's kind of sometimes you have to kind of choose the best of the two evils, right? But ultimately, they're they're still moving the furniture to where they want it, and. To me, that's what we need to be resisting. Yeah. Yep. That definitely. Right wing, left wing is still part of the same bird. Yep. Okay. Hey, we've got another call. It is uh, Richard from Watsonville. Richard, you're on the air. Uh, thanks for taking my call. And I think that the Bitcoin thing is never going to mix with the dollar so or any of that digital currency. I just don't. They all seem to be trying to compare themselves of equal value to the dollar, but that just doesn't seem to be working. It's too. Uh, explosive in that business and speaking of explosives when you're talking about these missiles going over uh, uh, into other countries uh, like Poland Russia and Ukraine these guys look at it the, the guys that are that are hurling these things uh, you know firing these things off at each other they they they're like playing with uh, fireworks yeah. The only thing is, the better fireworks are the ones made in America. Mm-hmm. The that. ones the uh, the ones that the uh, Russians are playing with, I believe, are made in Iran now. Wow, uh, it could be. You get what you pay for. So yeah, it, exactly. I mean, I'd rather have something made in America myself. And second choice would probably be China or Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you want a cheap Chinese knockoff, you know, <laughs> warhead, that's fine. But well, yeah, but I mean, where does Iran get off on all this stuff? They they start to put the nuclear juice in the these missiles or what? You know, I don't know. They got a bunch yeah. of pallets of uh, cash years ago from uh, Obama. You know, I remember that. That was yeah. a big the pallets full. Pallets yeah, it full. just doesn't even make sense that this this was a legitimate attack. I mean, if if they wanted to. To create big damage, it would have been a dirty bomb, or it would have been, it would have hit some something that would have killed more than two people. I mean, and you know that they've got to have satellite footage of where it originated from. Right. So it must have been on some sort of portable missile launching vehicle uh, yeah, of some yeah. sort. I, I'm it's just like curious movie, about you know, this I whole story. Those, I imagine those two plumes of smoke uh, scared enough people in that area. You know the the ones that landed in Poland, yeah, and 
You know, I mean, uh, that's going to bring NATO in, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Well, except will. for Ukraine isn't in a NATO nation anymore. No. I mean, but it Poland, hasn't. But, but Poland, Poland is. is. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And they're right there on the. So. That's true. It's like a bad movie, you know, when they they hire hitmen, they get just some low life in the in the Uber. street, you know, and they say, yeah. hey, we want you to off this guy, and the guy could barely read, and you know, all that stuff. It's kind of like maybe that's what happened with this. And, you know, smells like well, that. Well, this this Iranian and the Muslim thing is like religion to these people. Oh, yeah, so they, well. they really don't care how many they, these missiles they make. They're killing off the enemy either way. Yep. Well, right, thank you, well, Richard. Thank you. Yep. Thanks for calling, Richard. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. You know, uh, there's a couple things I want to talk about, too, that you know are going on with this. And I was kind of alluding to that in this, the direction of this globalism, glo- one world government, one world currency. Um, this week happened was the COP27, the COP27, uh, which was the the world's um, religious leaders. Mm. Um from all three of the major, you know, Christianity, Judaism, Islam, and other like Buddha, you know, Buddhist, and they they all went up to Mount Sinai yep. to receive the ten climate commandments. And this is real; they just yeah. did this. Okay. Oh wow! And what a mockery of the actual. We we've put aside the actual commandments of God, mm-hmm. which thou shalt you know love the Lord your God with all you know, all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. And we've moved it to now let's love Mother Earth. And it's all about repentance and punishing countries that are spending too much money on their their carbon footprint. And there were 400 jets that flew, private jets that (laughs) flew to it and created a massive carbon footprint to go to try to guilt everybody else using religion. Yeah, the guilt. whole virtue signaling is is just sick. It's sickening, and 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 they had to renounce the original Ten Commandments right. in order to get you know out with the old, in with the new, and it's all about um, it's all about that ESG. It's ES, It's totally <laughs> it, ESG. It's ESG credit system. So that, so that and so this is the thing we need to push back against as 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 believers as Christians in this country is that we cannot go along with that. We don't say that all roads lead to God. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Though No man comes to the Father. No man or woman comes to the Father except through me. I can love my brother and sister, but I cannot align with them up on Mount Sinai with a new set of Ten Commandments. That is an apostasy. That is abomination. That is evil, and that's not okay. That is basically like the whore of Babylon, the Bible t- mm-hmm. talks about, that it's going to ride the beast. The whore of Babylon is going to yeah. ride the beast. and. That's what I see going on right there. With that. Yeah, it's I, not I think what happened is they uh, they all went to the spirit store, you know, right before Halloween. They each got their little costume. Uh, hey, I'll be the priest. I'll be the, yeah. uh, you know, totally. the Muslim. Uh, what, what's the, the cleric? or Yeah, uh, cleric. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, and then they go. They're not real. They compromise everything those religions stand for. I mean, so, yeah, it's. It's kind of almost. It's funny, but it's terrifying and sad. Well, at and the same there time. there are world leaders in that. Hey, let's let's talk about before we run out of time because yeah. it was it was uh, an 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 amazing event. The Tonight. Trump's yeah. announcement mm-hmm. that we knew he he promised from last week's Ohio rally. He said something big was going to happen on Tuesday, November fifteenth, in Mar-a-Lago, and so what what happened? Well, he announced that he is going to be running for 2024 president. Hallelujah. So, yeah, I think we all kind of knew it. So, but you want to make it official? Yeah, it was kind of fun tonight. I actually have a friend. I'm not going to say his name, but he actually is doing all the sound at Mm Mar-a-Lago tonight. And I texted him. I said, I heard there's an announcement going on in your company. So, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm here. I'm I'm doing it. We get it. It was so cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Trump, he, he truthed out. He's been getting people pretty uh, revved up. He said uh, uh, that today will turn out to be one of the most important days in the history of our country. Mm-hmm. And so I, I know there were a lot of speculations out there. Is it going to be more than an announcement? Is What what could that mean? Is there going to be evidence of some things and a big reveal of something? And uh, what we got was a simple, clean, I'm going to run in 2024. 20, 20, what, what were your responses to I loved, that? I loved where he said, America's comeback starts tonight, starts now. Because mm-hmm. he basically then laid the case out. The last two years, 
this administration has screwed up everything that that I established, yeah. including you know the the poverty line, the inflation, um, the, the you know the jobs. You know, he was just talking about like under Trump, there was the largest African American uh, employment rates ever in American history. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and 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 also for Asian Americans and and uh, for everybody, it was it was prosperous. Except for the the COVID lockdowns, it was there was a major prosperous nation moving forward. Mm-hmm. And he said, "We gave them two years to screw it all up, and now we're going to fix it." Yeah, you know, I, I can only imagine what a debate would look like now. I mean, Trump is a great debater anyway, but to have the the ammunition that he has oh, now, well. I mean, it's just like wow, this could be really a good eye opening. Uh, well, it didn't seem experience. to um, help uh, Fetterman didn't hurt from his debates. I mean, yeah. who knows? Who knows when the when you're getting things stolen? Uh, but uh, Trump's closing remarks were were ones of great hope, and he did. Uh, you know, he kept referring at the beginning and the end. He he bookended his speech with the golden age. He said, "We we went, we started. We were entering into a golden age, and it got stolen from us basically by this administration that is just." Um, leached everything gold out of it, and but but we're going to come back again. And he said that we will bring back wealth, health, and success to the American middle class, and that this isn't just a campaign. So he was really going into the heart and soul of people to get involved. This is a quest to save our country. America's golden age is just ahead. We will make America powerful again. And then, of course, he goes into his um, the, the making America great. We will make America wealthy again. We'll make it strong again, proud again, safe again. And I loved when he said, and we will make America glorious Again, I mean, that is an interesting language that he uses. That. He sees something. Glory, glory, hallelujah. You know, yeah. it's it's really, there's a, there, it goes back to the roots of this nation and the glory that we were founded on. We we saw what God was in God's heart for this nation, and that it, this nation's a city on a hill. And, and he, caught, he caught that. He mm-hmm. catches that America is supposed to be a glorious nation and that it wasn't just American who were rooting for it all the world is looking towards america right now to see how we will do mm-hmm. that's the leadership this nation was meant to be a light upon the hill and you know all the puritans that came over all of the they came over for religious freedom you know all the left is attacking the very heart and soul of what america was founded to be and there's a and from the very beginning there was a war for what this country would become and and it doesn't mean that america is great you know perfect we're we're great but we're not perfect and there's there's great sin, there's great brokenness, um, there's great areas, seasons where, you know, Doctor Doctor King had to say, hey, oh, you guys are not living up to what you are on paper. So, the, mm-hmm. we, but that's but the problem is that the left movement is actually destroying the paper that was written about our country with the, you know, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. So yeah, well, it's yeah, important we saw that to uh, educate ourselves on on our history and learn it and relearn it again. You know. Well, yeah, and I think what's kind of cool, too, is that we've started to do these uh, bear tracks or these bear pauses, yeah. the daily pause. Chris has started one. I did one. I think Chris has done two now. And I really want to start using mine to educate people on the founding principles of our nation. Um, I want to talk in the next one I do about um, the pet patriot pastors that served as veterans. I'm kind of past Veterans Day, but I still feel like the theme is still here. Mm-hmm. Is that, you know, these pastors, they preached sermons, and then they went to war, and they fought for their yeah. country. And because they never did, they didn't separate church and state like we kind of say that we're supposed to now. So, anyways, yeah. um, we're going to keep waking the bear. Yep, so, and you can visit oh, us yeah. on the uh, website www.wakethebearradio.com, and all those uh, daily pauses will be on there, and they are on there. They are on there. Yes. Well, good night. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. God bless you. Yes. Good night. This has been Wake the Bear Radio on KSCO, 1080 on your AM dial.